Hello and welcome to another episode of Discussion with a Tree. And I'm joined by the tree himself, Mr. Robert Dold. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. So today, I wanted to ask you a question about the ego. Um, What is, in your definition, the ego? Um, That requires a big... um, uh, The ego is... uh, It's a very... It's a very large family of tree topics. So there is no centralized ego since um, there is a classification or centralization um, or how each person um, has their uh, workings connected. So it, 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 it's, it's kind of a difficult subject to voice in a way that's um, worded correctly for listeners, but if people are patient, um, it's not a difficult subject. It just, there's so many branches of it. Okay. Um, well, let, let me propose something to you then. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give what I believe it to be as a rough sketch, and you can critique my very simplified rendition of what the ego is. Um, I, I look okay, at the ego as... Before you, do, be, be, before you do that, let me just categorize it, whether we're going into the self, um, outside of the self. Is it a self-concept? Is it about the, uh, centrism of a per- the, the, the centricity of a person? Just so that we so we so we start defining it, um, since if you're going to give me a um, a scenario, then we can start looking at it from where um, we're going into whether we're going into the spectrum of um, people and their disabilities or people and their abilities. Does that make any sense? I, I, it makes some sense, but I think that it would be best for me to just throw out my concept and then you throw can decide out. what category it goes into. Right. Um, I'll, I'll define it from there. Throw, yeah. Throw so I look at the the ego as a, a a petty version of yourself meant for the purposes of autopilot. That is... You're, you you have sort of an approximation of your current being, but it's a pared down sort of like self-driving car version of yourself. It's not terribly sophisticated. It's very selfish, and it's thinking of things on a very small, petty level. But it gets you from A to B when your mind is thinking about other things. It sort of protects your interests. But it, if you become too egoistic, if you become too allowing of this autopilot to take over, you lose your soul. You lose your overall like godliness. 
like there's there's two aspects of the self and one is the sort of pure self and then the one is the ego societal self and one is sort of like acting as the automatic um mover when when you're not here you know when you're asleep even waking walking around you're asleep most of the time not you but most people and their ego yeah. is sort of your ego is acting on their behalf. And a lot of times that ego can get okay. carried away. Um, and, and because it's thinking on a very mundane, small level and, and sort of we're taught. Let me, let, me start, let me start it. Let me, let me start at that point only before you continue with more of a progression. So e- ego is um, not how you explained it. So ego is, um, it's not a minimized um, autopilot. It can become a minimized autopilot when um, a a person um, is either in a self-destructive state or in a need for an autopilot where, um, you know, cognition, biases, all that stuff, um, so, so you, going back to the basis of, of defining ego, um, ego is a constructive thing. Ego is also a destructive thing. And whether people fall into a destructive self or a constructive self, um, ego is actually a uh, some sort of... Uh, some sort of self-reference to where somebody is in their state of mind and how they um, interact, react, um, proactively act, um, whether everything is an act or actionable. Um, So there's a constructive side. Um, So um, people that are very um, well-centered um, and are pure, so to say, still have a pure ego to thank for their ability to reason through, um, through, through what their actions are. So when you have a person, um, by the time that a person is doing things from intention and not from a, um, a given um, you know, because everybody is born, at, when somebody is, uh, is, is first born and they are in a baby state, um, it could be said that they are on autopilot, but there is already an incredible amount of bias um, from the nine months in the womb. From there, it gets very complex on the outside, but ego only then changes. Um, from a egoism or egocentrism, um, if you're starting to go into, it matters at that point, what is the protection state of um, a baby? So a, a really good way to start looking at ego is starting at um, the baby at the birth point. Um, since... Um, a baby goes through a lot for the, the time in the womb, 
and then goes through um, some sort of traumatic being removed from a um, from its home or its uterus um, through the uterus um, from its home, and people consider that that's the birth point of a baby, but it's not. The baby um, comes all the way out, is still totally connected to the um, to to its body, which is the mother. The baby, thinking that it is the brain of the mother, doesn't recognize that the mother has her, her own brain. The baby has grown its own brain and its own ego, and then suddenly the umbil umbilical cord gets cut. And at that point, at the exact moment where the umbilical gets the, the hard wiring gets cut, the defense mechanisms go up. And then e the ego starts, it's, um, it, it goes from the ego inside of the womb, which is already a um, made-up set of circumstances according to all the things that happen from a, 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 a womb-surrounding environment kingdom into the world as a new kingdom and the defense systems go up and the ego suddenly has to re-database and starts to analyze everything from a totally new perspective with new parameters. Um, the, the, the breathing is already being managed. Um, lots of things are already being managed. And then the ego starts floating since the eyes are not really working for the first three weeks, it gets very complex. Now I'm going to move it all the way forward. A person's gone, gone through a lifetime, so let's pick somebody that's um, in their, say, 20s or 30s. That's going to be different than how somebody views things in their 40s and 50s. But as a general, ego is not a – ego is a very good thing, regardless to whether – um, the egotistical or the egotism or the centrism, whatever self-concept as a healthy deflated self or the um, wild turkey comes out and has to inflate their chests and walk around like a big old turkey um, into the ego, egotistical or the different types of um, ego um, self-protection systems, whether somebody is withdraw, withdrawing from life, playing the withdrawal um, uh, misery type of games. So it really matters uh, at that point um, what are the games that people are playing. And the ego is part of what makes somebody um, helps somebody um, process into words and act out according to their um, emotional formula, so to say, and the emotional formula is constantly changing. So you're saying it's that like, you can like have... A, it's like... Hmm? That you can have a poorly formed ego which behaves many ways aligned with your God-like self, or you can have mm -hmm. a, a very damaged ego that takes you down the tubes. 
Um, or, 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 or down very healthy r- roads according to um, how you um, are capable of turning on and off your own defense mechanisms. Since most people, then you start getting into drives, and drives are um, ego-centric, all of them. And so the ego is actually, um, when you consider it something like an autopilot, um, it is a computer-based autopilot system, but it's not always just off. So there's people that have a healthy ego, and there's people that have an unhealthy ego. And then you have all of the drives um, and processes that are constantly changing due to the social um, intercourse of the, 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 the locality all the way to the family dynamics, down to the individual room or um, PP or um, like me, since I'm a tree, my social settings to where my foundation and where my roots go. And the invisible, part, invisible parts of all of the things that I reach invisibly underneath where the roots are, which is into my inner cores or the outside and how I touch and how everything touches me on the outside. So people are very um, connected in so many ways. And for protection, most people try to escape Um, the uh, idea of ego so that it remains something that can be self-managed as an autopilot type of thing. Um, Since a lot of people are trying to get away from the work of thinking. So Uh the, the, the idea of who am I? Where am I? Where I come from? Um, Those types of things are not, um, easy concepts or questions. And people actually, very few people actually get to asking those in an honest way since ego has the confrontation of the ego in the mirror problem. And so when people are outside in the world and they, when they first, people had never, uh, never had it, people never had the ability to talk to others or look into a mirror and get feedback on what they looked like, how they acted, and how they actually were in some sort of way, whether a person is self-judging themselves or other people are judging themselves and all of the intricacies of the complexity of judgmental people and the judgmental society, um, judging down to, you know, I mean, everything is so well-defined for people. We, we, we define a billion things that we judge every single second that we look out of our eyes and what we hear, and most people are not even attuned to what they hear. They just, they're already overwhelmed. So, so the ego is bombarded by information, which causes problems. So, and but it, it always struck me that at least in my case, I could never really be happy unless I kind of found 
something outside of my ego to focus on, like well, some kind of heavenly that's, thing. That, that's not true. I, I, I really have to apologize to the audience and to you because I'm going to continuously run over top of you, and I don't mean to do that. But That's fine. When, th- when, when you say things that are wrong, you have had the ability to be happy every single second of your life, and every second is a second chance. Is no nothing that uh, removes every second from being the second chance. Um, at, at the point where somebody isn't ha- able to just be happy, then it's really not the happiness that's the problem. It, um, it, it starts getting into the misery topics. And the misery topics can be um, self-inflicted or they can be um, inflicted by parents or it can be um, all of the different types of adversities that people face. And there's, there, there's, everybody gets some sort of circumstances um, to face, um, you know, a, a person has external fears and internal fears. Uh, ju- just just the idea of a baby being born and trying to figure out what a baby goes through for the first um, for first few hours, uh, a first few weeks. I mean, the amount of stuff that we are are subject to um, in the first few years of our lives is an incredible journey, and there's so much that people go through. And then people, by the time that they're 16 or 17 years old, um, they they actually start thinking less of all that stuff. Um, And they forget about all the stuff that they went through. So if you ask somebody about what they went through when they were growing up, most people have already blocked it out. All of a sudden you have real problems in people accessing all of the information and being able to manage it due to an inability to process the information into some sort of um, value-based system as to what is valuable. So there's a difference between a person that can actually take a big, deep breath and just go, wow, just air is fantastic. I mean, the, 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 the notion of what is incredible um, as far as, like, if you're like me and you're a tree, um, sunshine and rain and wind, storms, you know, bird, birds shitting on my leaves, uh, that's food once it drops to the ground and feeds me. So... It's really perspective-based at that point. That makes any sense to you? It, of course. There's a lot. But it's sort of like what you're doing there was when you're taking that perspective, you're 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 taking almost like a god's eye view of the world. You're taking like a an extra. It's like that. They don't teach you in the schools to think that way. You know they. They kind of beat it out of you. Uh, 
that, that, that's what happens on the outside through all of the adverse things, but that does not stop a child from um, recognizing or choosing what they want to focus on. And then a, a child becomes their own worst enemy if they allow all, only negative, negative um, the negativity um, to, through induction and inference. So if right. everybody is just a product, if, if everybody is just a product of their environment, everybody's screwed. Unless, even through the most worst circumstances of environment, somebody can actually look through the trees at the sunshine and say, no, Humanity and humans do not make the larger part of the world. So it's not actually a God topic. It's actually a small child recognizing nature and nurturing, even if they are not getting any nurturing. That nurturing exists, and they can build some sort of reference. So it's really um, from an ability. And at that point, we could argue all day long as to whether it's what, what it takes for a child to get a big, deep, fresh breath of air and use the oxygen for thinking as opposed to constantly not being able to think because they're malnourished or some other form of adversity that has hit them. But it, it, inside of developed countries, um, people have a tendency not to be able to think because they don't actually get to the point of appreciating because everything is handed to them. And all of a sudden you have an entitled population. Once you have an entitled population, then yes, happiness is far leading because you have to chase it. Well, there's also a, a tremendous amount of anxiety that gets inculcated um, sort of as a pressure system for people. They, the way our society works is it, it sets people up with a certain amount of anxiety and then says, okay, now now go run on that anxiety and, and, and become a nice capitalist member of society and chase your dissatisfaction eternally and never solve it. Um, I, I grew I grew up as a pre- privileged person in this world, in this wonderful United States of America, and I don't have the viewpoint where I haven't been able to give myself a chance to think and appreciate. So um, there is always exceptions. And I'm just saying that everybody has um, the exceptional ability and adapt to recognizing what is actually um, cleaning, the cleaning that has to be done inside of a perspective or inside of a mind. So the ego, um, if you have the right broom, the ego easily clears and cleans up with a few tears to tear away. And it, 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 there is a healing process to the human. All, all people and humanity have a built-in um, default system that people can access into into a cleanliness, but it requires the the, the cleaning up of one's own mental attic. 
the ego is in the mental attic. And then it's uh, about, you know, the easiest way to go about um, cleaning up the ego is to find what direction a person is going. And it's not about making U-turns. We'll talk about U-turns, but it's really about the misery topic and whether some the, the, the problem with the, the problem with ego and going into the problems of not being happy, um, especially going into a topic which we were going to start off before ego, which was bliss. Um, yeah, which I that whole which I take entire, as the opposite. I always took as the opposite of negative ego, not maybe in your sense, there's a positive version of ego where it's not, but I was thinking in the pejorative correct. sense of ego. It's like either you're yeah, in no, your no, ego. It's not opposite. Yeah. Right. Ego, ego, ego is the person's um, visual perception of things. Um, bliss is a journey. Happiness is a journey. And that's why they say, um, you know, to find happiness or, or, or um, the secrets to happiness, or, or, or you know, you know, people, you know, like, like as if though happiness is the unattainable goal, the, 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 the need to find it. Um, bliss is much further down the road of um, goals where people are trying to avoid even being happy and go right to bliss which is basically uh, go go directly to jail without going mm-hmm. through the whole journey of happiness. I uh, that's interesting. So you're 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 losing sight of the journey, it's focusing on this goal. But I always found bliss was there as soon as I, if I could just when I can grab onto it. Well, if I can encapsulate my anxiety and get rid of my anxiety, the bliss just comes in. And that the eternal block of, of just, you know, just the sense of bliss that you get from walking around and just breathing the air and looking at the sun, like you were talking about, looking at nature, gets blunted by this free-form anxiety that I have a lot of and that I have to just sometimes recognize that it's there and be like, okay, there you are. Now I was labeling it ego. That, that, that's that's yeah, that's not the ego. That's your misery. That, oh, that's, okay. that, that's your misery, and then and then you have to figure out whether the misery, um, what is it that's driving you? Since um, there's a lot of misery that is hidden inside of not having connected um, a child at birth. So when when somebody is not connected at birth. All children believe that they are connected, and all parents believe that they are connected to their children, and that's just not true. Parents suck. There well, isn't a given. single parent out there. No, they're not no, given. No. An, Let me explain. They're not given instructions. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a difference. I'm not talking about the instructional part. I'm talking about that. Anytime you use the word parent. Parent is not. Parent does not define the parental state of being an adult parent. And the problem with most parents, by the time that they've gone through society and gone through the journey, and they weren't prepared for, to have children, and like you were saying, they were never given those instructions. 
Well, that's not an adult parent that's been taught to be an adult and has learned and gone through the process of earning the adult status of a parent that is an adult or an adult acting as a parent, where most parents don't act. They are parents without recognizing that the state of being a parent is not actually um, inclusive with the state of being an adult. So then it becomes the control problem and the fight between the child for control. So the child comes out and the child is a much better parent because it's already been in the womb for nine months being a parent telling the body everything that it needs. Now all of a sudden it has to start taking cues from the outside. Hold on, just give me what I need. I deserve it. I was king for nine months in the womb and that nine months was an eternity because the child didn't have any way to relate to time where the parents think it's nine months. Um, the child is going from not being there at all to then growing toes and noses and, and fingers and Looks all like of these different years. things before the, yeah, before the brain is even, is even close to being turned on, then the brain is formed. Everything is being fed to, it, to, to the child the whole entire time before the mother is fed. So the child actually recognizes that before anything goes anywhere, it's getting the best of everything. It's getting the best of care. It doesn't matter if there's a war out there or if there's, if there's adversity or, or food or anything else. It's, you know, in a really good place, even to the point where um, a, a mother might die and the baby, is, you know, if the baby doesn't go full term, if it's only in the womb for three to six months, it doesn't recognize, um, you know, that it didn't make it. It just recognizes that it was getting everything that it could get. So it's all about what people take. It's all about what people get. So what you expect is really a biased thing at the point where you're born. And for most people, um, you know, you know, children immediately start testing these moving things that are like parents. A child doesn't know that those are the uh, bosses, but they sure are acting like bosses, and they are parents, of course, and the parents don't know how to do anything, don't know how to slow down because they haven't been given instructions on how to communicate with this newly formed better adversary that's going to win because it is a better parent for itself already. The child knows better than the parent, but the parents don't want to take the time to communicate with the child. By the time the child is 18 years old, you've got problems <laughs> if you're the parent. Not, not if you're the child. The child gets to move away. And the child continues, and then it's not prepared or ready with the same. It's cyclical. So by the time you go a few generations that way, you got a bunch of entitled people. And it really does take um, more than an act of God. It takes more than, I mean, it, a child basically needs to be struck by lightning. To, um, to, to start getting an idea that there's something a little bit more powerful than them. <laughs> <laughs> and, then you, and then you get into the whole needs of the child, and then you go 
um, from from the child being five years old, going through the naughty, from the, the naughty twos and threes to to the five year old, to the eight year old, to the puberty, and then puberty springs all sorts of new um, things on the child. Then you start having the sexuality. Then you have all of the relationships and bondings and friendships, and it's a lot. By the time that you talk to somebody that's in their in their thirties, by the time that you talk to somebody that's five years old, their parents and all of the social interaction, that child is already toast, or it has a chance. And it from from there, um, people really do need um, to recognize that listening is very difficult, and that for people to start listening to themselves and to what they need um, requires a little bit of turning all of the noise off in the world, all of the televisions, all of the music, all of the, a little bit of self-reflection. And starting at the very basics is a very difficult thing for most people because people usually um, have a difficult time with what type of relationships they've made. And a lot of people think that they have friends uh, no, they they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then that becomes very scary. Then you, you still have the uh, all of the defense mechanisms that went up when a child's umbilical cord got cut. And where do you go from there? Because the uh, the, the the defense system, the, the humans, ha- a human person has incredible. Um, self-protection systems, and that's why most of the people that are set into the world that are taught in schools, the schools have a system for teaching people um, what they need to do to survive. It's unfortunate that society is still at a survival state. It is not a healthy state. Right. It's not a stage that's I almost think that the society today kind of runs on having a lot of unhappy people. Um, it's It sort of keeps the world, it keeps this system running is to have a lot of dissatisfied, lost souls. No. No, I, it, it, it turned out that way. But that's not really that, – that, it's an unfortunate thing that that's the way that it happened, but it didn't start out that way. And it wasn't – it's not like um, – it's not, it's not a social activity where, where people are actually um, looking. Parents, for the most part, really are trying to do the very best for their children. That they don't know how is the unfortunate part. But there is still um, the human, the the human, it's no different than a virus. A a virus is going to go out and do its thing without even thinking because it's not even technically alive. But it does it, and it does it for really good reasons without somebody actually sitting there since it's not like a, since it's, since it's not like a thinking entity or, or something that processes information, it's just a little thing that goes around and it, it, viruses mutate and they act and interact 
um, from, from some sort of programming. And the programming isn't a bad thing. It is unfortunate that it, once you have them out in the world, they are bad for humanity. But that, you know, the, the reality is that viruses are not trying to kill humans. Viruses are trying to live within humans and, and kind of have a um, symbiotic cohabitational um, host um, virus type of relationship. So in the same way that um, little tiny um, computer programs like viruses, which are pretty, pretty well written, by the time you get into something that's as complex as the human, which has um, how many different viruses living inside of it already, and um, a person is a host body for all sorts of things that already can kill it um, in a billion different ways. And we walk around with all of the chemistry and chemical reactions happening within us. And none of it is actually trying to kill itself off or we wouldn't exist. The, 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 the reality that we exist shows clearly that the human is trying to live with inside of the system, of it, that, that people have not actually taken the time to think past their own once people started having it too easy, um, you know, a long time ago, people lived with the land and lived with the animals, and it was a much different, a much different um, situation than once people started becoming too intelligent for themselves and learning that if they just shot everybody that they could take over. Um, that's a completely different situation. And that's the situation we are now. It's just large groups of people that are organized into killing everybody else um, or, or some sort of uh, basically a, a, a world of war game that's been ongoing for uh, the last couple couple thousand years. Well, yeah, I mean... Um, extreme level. There's a... There's something in this Western culture that, I mean, Nietzsche calls it out. What? That is wrong. Yeah, well, yeah. it was. It, it's, it's something that's it's about what we want to eat. <laughs> no, but the idea is that there's this. Um, I mean, Nietzsche actually faults Christianity because, and 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 Socrates and Plato and sort of coming up with the an idea that there's this perfection that we always fall short of and it wasn't it's something that like in like native american cultures they don't necessarily like think in that way they they don't look at themselves and be like oh well, there's an ideal version of me that i am not living up to like they accept that the the person they are is the perfect version of themselves. Whereas in the Western culture, we have through Platonism and through through Christianity, through the idea of the idealized self. Yeah, but that's we compare kind of ourselves taking it far on the Christi Christianity is not the problem since Christianity and the outside perspective against Christianity has a a a, a, a 
a bias. And Christianity in itself, um, if you talk about to the people on the inside, they have a bias against people on the outside. Those, that, 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 that's a war all its own. Um, the, the, the reality, there, there, there's, um, without bringing um, any type of religion into the system and, and picking on biases from that aspect, um, the, 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 the humanity as itself, humanity, um, you know, even the word humanity is supposed to um, kind of imply that people um, need to work together so that certain cultures have had in the past had learned that they were part of a system that was larger, um, like, 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 like ancient Indian or any type of types of civilization. Um, yeah, I mean, you they, they were in a to, different... It's just like the, yeah, the Eastern... They, they were in a different... Or the, the Native American is very... Like, not as... Um, I don't know, maybe individualistic, the idea? Um, well, the, 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 Chinese, the, the Chinese had to start by creating gunpowder. And from gunpowder to, um, to weapons, you know, all of the different, um, you know, how, how, how the weapons started, it's, it's, it's the long history of um, society. It's not actually a Western thing. Um, you know, Eastern, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, all of the, uh, uh, the, the nomadic people from, from, the, from the Mongols to, 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 the, to the, the, the Asiatics to the, to, to the, uh, I mean, all of that. There was a lot of vicious, um, you know, aggressive. It, 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 the control started a long time ago. Control is actually um, something that started from, you know, I don't want to get into the beginning of anything of where people started, but when you have a child and it's going to, it needs to eat. Trust me, it needs to eat. <laughs> So animals are, you know, every, everything's on the menu. Any, anything that's edible is on the menu. And then it matters just who's going to eat who. And unfortunately, some people have the idea that it's easier not to work with others because then all of a sudden, how do you make, how do you, how do you start asking people their opinions if people, different people have different rules for how people choose to think so then all of a sudden we go back to the word ego and ego um, is the part that can be the constructive part that allows people to work together if the people are constructive and ego you put one bad apple in of an egotistical person and now you have the whole um, God Satan complexity human complexity evil in the world without a God complex. So it doesn't matter if you then start talking about the psychoanalytical aspects of a person or um, psychoanalyzing a society. 
Um, you then start getting into values, intentions, and one's own vision of self-importance. And the self-importance becomes the big problem since at what point, you know, I mean, the, 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 Amer the new American USA culture destroyed the intellectual um, knowledge of the American Indians who knew how to cultivate the land correctly. And yeah, so lived, lived in balance with it better than we did. Lived in balance with everything else. Instead, we're going to come in and we own the land. We're going to cut it up. We're going to kill everything off that we don't like, and we are going to make it to our own thing. And by the time that the world ends up um, killing itself into extinction, um, nobody will have actually intellectually analyzed that if people would have recognized um, the animal human of the American Indian, which was looked at as an animal, as an actual thinking person that recognized how to work within the system um, of the environment with the world yeah, like as part smarter, of actually. the ecosystem. Right, where, where the human is not above the system, but is a sub subcategory of the larger system. Is is where the earth is it. an actual where it works has to work underneath of it, not in it. But people have taken that passage in the Bible about us having dominion over the earth as as a as a feature of Western thought of of what we how we deal with nature. No, no. Just because people take something out of a Bible, just because people take something out of a Quran, and as soon as I say Quran, all the Muslims are going to kill me for it. But everybody loves to kill as soon as you mention that anything isn't really about how it's written. It, well, I just know that actually, people who... If people, if people cannot actually get into the mindset of the writer and tell if the writer is writing literally or writing in some other fashion of the many different types of fashions for the transfer of knowledge. I mean, people... people how do you interpret talk. dominion oh. in that sense? I mean, how would you interpret it? Well, I have dominion over everything because I can think. Is that, that what that means? That mean that I kill it all. Right. Yes, that doesn't mean that I kill it all. I mean, why do I need to go beat a seal over the head unless I need the seal for food? Right. And if I if I do it correctly, then I'm I better ask the Eskimos because they do a whole ritual and they preserve and recognize the movement of the seals so that what they're taking doesn't destroy their their their, their interactions. If, right. if 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 we deal with the same scenario in a um in, in a way where we're going to be like farmers and we're going to plant um crops then we are going to plant crops according to how the soil doesn't get destroyed because the soil right. is what produces a plant so all of a sudden i have to know biology ecology um, I have to know how dirt is alive, what makes dirt alive, 
how I'm part of the system. I'm not above it, and that's dominion. So okay, well, what happened? Keep... What happened in the culture though of the Western people that invaded oh, the well, Native well, Americans, West, where West, they don't Western, have that? West, Western, Western people, for the most part, um, have protectionistic problems within their own families. So it's not an actual social thing. It's a family thing where um, when you have to have a head of a household and they take the words of the American Indians and in, in American society, not American Indian society, they, uh, the, 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 the male dominant person wants to be the chief of the family, patriarch. Once you have a patriarchal system, you no longer have a um, social construct. It's parents choosing winners. And once you have parents choosing winners of their children, um, you then start getting into the problem that religion has, which is that religion is not religion if you have a family where you can have a Cain and Abel. So religion then becomes whether you are Cain or whether you are Abel. Um, inside of that structure, and all of a sudden, it's about it, it, once you once you start having systems that are about parents choosing winners and losers inside of their own family, it's no longer a religious problem. It is an ego problem that is being trained for the fittest or the strongest, um, where the strongest survive, and. Um, maybe in a world where um, we're living in post-apocalyptic, in, in a post-apocalyptic system, um, if, if all of this is for the training that um, humanity, somewhere inside of the human, we already know that we're going to, like, like a parasite, eat everything in this world until there's a post-apocalypse for that time so that um, whoever is left um, can... Um, survival of the fittest um, carry on until there's a new generation and then all that has to happen is that the world has to go through another two or three million years um, and if the humanity if humanity somehow survives as a few people until the world rebuilds itself then it, it might have already happened several times we don't know oh yeah well, it if probably did <laughs> um We've been here a lot longer than and then and then, and then and then all we have to do is, yeah, then we just have to have some sort of time capsule that can keep all of this information and stores its own energy so that once in three million years people start growing, growing up and and find it, that they can try to teach themselves not to be like us. Well, how about this? Which is kind of a sad state, since we have a chance right now to fix it if we just work together. No, in fact, um, I wanted you to do a a thought experiment with me where we create an alternate timeline. Let's just say you and I were able to wake up tomorrow in America before any Europeans came over here. Like, what would... Would we be able to I warn like them? Europeans. Right, but 
No. How would we? How would we prevent what happened? You you can't prevent what happened. Well, look, this is a Right. Inside of any thought experiment, you have to look at it from a prevention style or a post um, house, burning of the house. Uh, until somebody sees the house burnt down, will people always gravitate to the point where the house has to be built and burn it down before they recognize, oh, that's not what we needed to do? So it's you're, you're starting. We would have to really um, set parameters for the chicken and the egg conversation, so that we're not just doing um, a different version of chicken and egg conversation of what came first, thinking or the programming. Well, does that well, make any well, sense? It makes sense. I'm I'm just thinking like when you have this this onslaught from a force of people who are you know so damaged in the way that you've described family wise patriarchal picking winners and looters like wars with with within families that then sort of create a warlike uh, grasping culture that doesn't respect the earth and just ravishes the the landscape, like basically the, the worst right. kind of bar- and, and let, barbarian. Let's take a look at that real quick and, and, and look at the barbarian aspect of what cultures have not been barbaric since Africa, totally barbaric, South America, totally barbaric. And when people hear me say that about Africa, no, they see a lot of victims. no. Those people were, have always been constantly, um, inside of their own villages, there was um, forms of living within the land, but no, they, they were selling each other off into slavery. They started the problem. They invited everybody, the, white in, the, the white people in. So it's not really a Western culture problem. It's since South America had the problems before the Spaniards went in there, and then the Spaniards just added a little bit of flavoring and destroyed the place. And so now you can't have a South America that functions. You know, you're not going to have the Western societies, but it goes much deeper than um, color of people and races of people, since very few races have actually had enough um, isolation over a long period of time. And then once the isolation breaks, then you still have the mixing of all of the different cultures, which still then produces what appears to be a white man Western problem, but it's actually not. It's all of the different people fighting um, in relationship to what they have to fight with um, as tools in their toolbox at the time. And if you go around changing um, mindsets and how people have grown into certain um, political and knowledge-based systems and you just change them, um, then you have, you go into the, um, you go into the, uh, 
uh, the, the reason that they made um, the, the show Planet of the Apes. And, um, you know, if you change the um, – if, 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 you, if, you, if you give certain tools to um, and you change the, 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 from one person to another, do they all do the same is the problem. And, and is it um, due to the amount of resources that a um, society has and their um, setting? as to what they have to for and the adversity is given. So all of that stuff then still always goes back around to the same ego idea and what separates um, humanity from the inhumane and it's Ego is that whole entire personal reflection or projection of self. So, are you? So? Are you? Do you consider yourself to be? Um, have you? Definitely. No, is there no? It's a much more broader question. Are e- you e- fully e- evolved? Ego- egotistical, egotistical, definitely. Self-centered, <laughs> definitely. I love to put good food in my mouth. I just take a little extra time to pay attention and how it is chewed, and why I'm ingesting it, and how to digest it better. And by the time that I finish doing all of the um, egotistical or the self-centeredness of the self-importance to me I get, then I try to make sure that I also apply self-importance to all of those around me so that if somebody is um, not seeing themselves for their value, um, that I um, explore that avenue with them since um, if they are in the world with me, if I breathe, I am committed. I would suggest that other people that breathe that breathe be committed too. It's a commitment. That's very nice. It's very beautiful. That's exactly the kind of thing that people it, should it, hear. It, yeah, and 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 it was. I have a version people of it share. where I just. <laughs> I have a version of it where I bless people with happiness, love, and light. Um, Ah, now you're getting into something different than ego or that. Now you're getting into projection, which is also an ego thing. And ego becomes very, ego becomes very dangerous when, when a person considers themselves as having um, something where they're going to project their goodness onto others. Um, no, first well, no, you get wish it for them. To... You wish it. For no, them. I understand that, but wishes wash away. Work is the only way you get people to do something, and that requires actual communication. So, if you wish somebody well, you better know how to. If you tell some, if you tell anybody what's wrong, you better know how to tell people what's correct. That person, what's correct. 
if you go as far as thinking of somebody as being in a worse situation, you better sit down and actually get to know them well enough to see if they're just not involved in society quite as much because of their own protection and what their actual capacities and capabilities are. So um, whenever anybody says that they bless anybody, uh, you know, I just have to be blunt with you. Uh, this is the way I look at the word bless. Bless is be blessed. So if you're blessed, be blessed said. So if you yourself are blessed, then be blessed, blessful by being less said towards others and more action-based. You want to do something good for somebody else, do it where they notice it. Make it real. Right, right. Yes. No, no, I mean, no, no wishes because wishes – Wishes wash away. Right, right. Of course. I mean, I mean it in the sense that that informs my action. I, w- um, I wasn't attacking you. I was defining <laughs> the word. I know. I wasn't clear, though. I was... ego, ego, ego is a defensive mechanism. So if I say anything, I'm not attacking your ego. I'm trying to get – I'm just making sure that we understand the words that we're using while we are projecting. Yes. So that we're very careful with our projections. Since projections can be very damaging. They can be very much seen as being judgmental if spoken. Well that's the thing is there's a fine line between that of like of being observant and being judgmental. Um and I in there was always an admonition against judging um I mean, Jesus says it, and it's. I've I've always understood it as if if your judging hat is on, eventually it turns on you. If you if you if you have it on too hot, too too often, it kind of cuts both ways. It, it, you you judge other people's, but then you judge yourself really harshly as well, and kind of defeats you. Yeah, um, that that's 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 really. That's that's the doorway to an abyss. I'm not really sure. If, if you just keep it simple and, and look at what people need, it, it, it's really not. I mean, people don't really need very much, but somebody to talk to them and you know have a little conversation, have a have a little bit of connection, forming connection. And if you can form actual connections with people, then you have friends for life. If you have friends that are actually there for life and the conversation trails off and six months later you see them again and um, you're, you're at the same point or you've moved into a new conversation with them because life moves on, you're doing pretty good. So you're doing pretty God at that point. I really wouldn't be worried about where God is or what Jesus anything. Jesus really doesn't care about these things. I think what you're saying, though, is that most people's problems are in not connecting and that Correct. if if they're unhappy it's usually because of that that they just haven't tr- they they're haven't put connected. enough effort right into other into forming the connection so trying to do something for somebody else and not actually being connected with them is actually very destructive so people that want to do something nice for all of the poor african people if you're going to do something nice for the poor African people, send them something and leave it there 
and let them take it. And don't, don't sit there and go, oh, hey, by the way, we're your friends. No, you're not. Get, get out of here. Leave them alone. And don't project. Don't project Western values or Western society on a culture that is in a different place in time and that need, if, if people don't start understanding the different types of um, societies, projection is... Projection is what's leading everybody into wars. It's it's the egotistic state of people's self-importance and self-evaluation without actually having, without amplifying their own vision of themselves. And people have to be, people have to put the mask, put the oxygen mask on their face first take a few really good deep breaths and make sure that they are okay first. So if people cannot actually look in the mirror, it is very, uh, you, you have too many people that pick up the religious thing and talk about religion. And yeah, all, all religions are really bad because the people that are inside of the religion um, have, have never had a mirror that they can self-judge first of themselves. And that's not something anybody's going to create a new religion out of. It's not happening. And people will. It, it, it's, it's, like, it's like the whole happy, egotistic, blissful subject, which is a misery subject. And we have to finish on the misery subject through this process before we finish into where we start going into a healthy ego state. But the human body loves to be in a misery state because whenever somebody is, um, people play willing victims or they, um, there's a spectrum of narcissism and um, it it goes into, um, you know, the, the psychosociopathic and around, and since it's um, a spectrum, but it's not really a linear thing, um, people love to, people can't deal with their own vulnerability, and so then they start projecting and amplified visions of themselves um, to try to um, deal with being inside of society. And then you have people that are hit-and-run people that will not talk to anybody, and then they'll go out and they'll try to do a good deed, and then they've done their good deed, so they'll go put $10 into a coffer, or they'll, you know, they'll see somebody at, you know, they'll see somebody begging for money, and they'll give them, uh, give them a $10, uh, you know, ten dollars, and and they've done their good deed. It's really very. Um, it, 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 it's almost. Um, it, it can get very difficult to separate for people. People will start getting lost in the conversation um, because misery loves company and misery in itself is a goal because when a person is in a defensive state, the brain loves 
um, the blissful chemicals that it produces, and it produces extra blissful chemicals, um, kind of like opioids, when somebody is in a um, in, 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 in a situation that's not clear as to whether to fight or flight. And most people can, can deal with the um, aspects of reactions or being proactively ready for the fight and flight. So people build themselves up into these things where something's going to happen, so they go out and buy a bunch of guns because they're very good at self-protection knives, all that kind of stuff. Everybody builds up a set of words because their goal, if anybody crosses them, if anybody looks at them, if anybody touches them, that's all the fight and flight. You have a completely different aspect that's not the fight and flight where like out in the wild, you'll have like a gazelle running from a lion or us or from any of the cheetahs or any of that kind of stuff. And something, the, 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 the antelope or whatever is the prey that's the victim, um, they can appear like they're not really um, thinking about it. They are just immediately running the fight or flight scenario, their, their choice. So they stop the fight or they stop or they start to run. But when it's one or the other whatever part of it's one or the other but there's a third that most people don't pay attention to is that when when the when 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 even the bears when when they see a situation it's fight or flight and you you can have you you can have a little child look at a bear and go boo and the bear goes running off into the woods so um those are the those are the fight and flight a very few people stop to actually talk about that situation where um, the bear or the antelope or the gazelle or whatever victim suddenly recognizes that they are not in a situation that they're going to win, and they just drop to the floor and play dead, hope that the situation disappears. Um, their, their, their body goes into some sort of um, overprotective reactive state that they play dead, but their, their actual um, muscles no longer move, and they um, can start actually having convulsions and things like that because their brain has been triggered to the point where there's no um, solution, and they become... withdrawn and then you start having the people that are like that and they start playing the vulnerability of withdrawal um, from other and it's all it's it's all a big you know it, it, it's the misery part and people then start having the brain flush their the, the brain starts throwing in all of the chemicals or lots of different chemicals at the same time where the brain becomes mind fog. Comes what? And once the mind, the brain becomes mind fogged, right. foggy. So the, the, the lion can just walk up to the prey then and they, can, they know exactly where to go, right for the jugular, 
and they um, bite down on the neck very nice and softly, and the prey doesn't um, argue with it at all because the prey already knows. And, um, you know, if there's no longer, um, you know, the, the, the fight or flight drugs are not being thrown in. And that's the tastiest type of meal because you, 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 don't, you don't want um, the, uh, the muscles to be tense and the, the, the animal relaxes while the lion cuts off the um, oxygen to the brain and the animal goes into a blissful state and doesn't recognize their own death. So it's a very, um, it's, it's, it, it's a very um, you know, natural way to die um, for, for, for animals in the wild. So it's, it's not quite as uh, gruesome or aggressive than the ones that end up saying that they're going to fight to the death. <laughs> and it's all built into the animal kingdom. And it's also built into humans. So humans have the um, fight or flight, but then they also have that thing where they want to go away and not deal with anything. So to, to just disappear and have a blissful state is why I look at of the uh, misery complexity. I see. But it seems that the reason why people like that are not they're not feeling very good is because of their ideation like if you just let your mind for example wander by itself chances are it will just wander into a negative kind of space and it will kick up your fight or flight hormones or whatever just by the thought of something that you don't even intend to think about, but because it's just something that gives you anxiety. If there, if, there is, if there is no foundation, you are correct. If there is no connections, you are correct. If the person is all alone and there is nothing actual that they have found to live for than young, it's a very sad state. And those are the people that need the most help. So rather than wishes or something it, it takes a lot for somebody to take on a person who is in that type of um, done-with-life state. But somebody has to do it, or you have what's going on in the world right now where there's all of these mass shootings. Well, those mass shooters, it's a social problem, and society does not want to pick up the tab for their own doing of how people don't want, you know, uh, you know, like to... Uh, Nobody has any responsibility. Never blame religion, uh, people's religion. They will kill you. Never blame people about, never try to take away somebody's misery. They will kill you. Um, people love to kill anything that upsets. They have um, worked very hard in building into their rut where they go into their little rut and they feel comfortable um, because people don't, people, people are not, a, people don't really recognize how how valuable it is to be able to um, think about what makes people uncomfortable, such as getting up in front of a bunch of people and communicating or doing a 
talk or even just trying to trying to stand up there and just trying to accept themselves in front of other people. There's there, 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 there's there's a lot going on with deal with their own um, self evaluation and where it comes from, whether it's social, physical, intellectual, and what type of estimations. As as there's a lot, we we talked a lot about the overinflation of the self, um, but we haven't talked about the deflation of the self due to um, insecurity. And so there's a lot there. And it's all capable of being addressed if people learned how to fix simple little things like paying attention to simply drinking water correctly or chewing food correctly, anything that somebody pays attention to or the, va- the value of a blade of grass or, um, or, or anything anything that starts the process of somebody's curiosity into the value of things um, starts the process of turning the brain into a exploration of, of, of a person's surroundings and starting to open up their eyes to reality, which is a thinking process um, uh, thing that um, a person needs to turn on their own brain. And it's only at that point it becomes a matter of when somebody is old enough and what age actually is. And, and, and people should be old enough by the time that they're five years old or should have been old enough by the time that they were two. But since most people that are in nursing homes still haven't even reached the beginning of thinking, we got a problem. Problem on aisle USA. But I mean, I think it's that there's so many of those kind of Native Americans call them hungry ghosts. There's so many of them that they drive this society. They they kind of keep capitalism going. I mean, if everybody were just no, kind of, no, no, don't no. blame the don't blame the people on top. The larger majority on the bottom want to be controlled. That's the dangerous part that most people don't want to talk about. There's a larger majority on the bottom always. And if the people at the bottom were thinking, it's not about how they protest. I do, I do not have to go out and protest my society to be a healthy part of society. Even if I only just work on keeping myself healthy and somebody that needs a little bit of help is around and wants to be helped. So, you know, it's not really about people that need help. It's about the hardest thing is not somebody that actually has helped themselves out to the point where they can help somebody else out. The misery of how misery loves company is way too much. It's a victim society. The United States is a victim society. It's not a down society. Uh, The the politicians are um, the the ones that need the most help, and they are the most victimized by themselves into 
their blissful um, searches for how to project themselves because it's all about how uh, it's all appearance based. So no, it's really not about the people in power in in the United States. It's, it's about how the people at the bottom feel protected and how much of a military they want and how much they want to, um, how they want to use their money system and how they are willing um, to, to, to pay for the bullets that go to other countries um, to kill people. Every, yeah. every bullet is signed by, every bullet is signed by the American population, the people at the bottom. That's right. Need a second to think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you've you've covered a lot of stuff, but I I I've been wondering kind of you know why did all of a sudden the last two thousand years like we we as humanity just started developing all this technology. Like we were at a certain technological Fast. state for thousands mm-hmm. and thousands and millions of years. And then all of a sudden, like 2,000 yeah, years ago. Years, every 10 years, and now it's every single hour that we're changing everything. So we're coming to a really um, critical uh, it's a it's a critical mass type of situation, but it's a critical juncture of where um, the ego and uh, the population, where everybody wants to go, and it's driven by people on their cell phones and how all of the data, you know, the, it's not the people that collect the data that's the problem. It's all of the people that are that that are using. Them, their, their, their cell phones and all of the things that they search for that are giving the people that collect the data um, more directions to figure everything out to the point where people don't actually know how to project their lives over the next 10 years or over the next five years anymore. A long time ago, people used to write letters and they would send them off without any expectation of ever getting a reply. And people used to look at the stars and look at the sky, and they would take 10, 20, 30 years to figure out what was going on. And it would take, it took hundreds of generations of people sharing their information before anybody could put everything together. Now we have computers that do how much in just a matter of um, minutes, seconds. So everything has gone from people actually knowing how to journey through life adequately and proportionately to time from a month-by-month, year-by-year projection into a future into a state where people are defined by what type of commercials they want to consume and what type of commercials are being made specifically for their own attention deficit because people don't like to take the time to put any effort into paying attention to anybody else. Right, because they're fundamentally the lack of broken. Connection, 
they're fundamentally broken. The, the, lack of con- the, the lack of connection requires that they are connected in a million different ways to something. And technology right. um, becomes their foundation. So I am a tree and I do the information thing. I'm connected all over the place with that. And most people are in their own way um, trees, but all of their root systems are built into flashes of satisfaction, immediate. Yeah, dopamine. Controlled by dopamine. Uh, Yeah, dopamine and a lot of other um, cortex drugs that turn on, turn off, turn on, turn off, turn on, turn off. Oh, I'm getting a super massage. On to the next video. Okay, fine. That one's not doing it anymore. On to consumption, 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 consumption. So but that's what I was saying. Don't you think it's – I was just saying, though, but don't you think the society is running on these hungry ghosts of people that are that are that that have been broken, they don't have the connection? And so it's like the society becomes sort of like catering to them. Well, they're, 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 they're hungry, so of course. Like if, if, we, if everybody was like relaxed and calm and happy like you are, Robert, if everybody were like that, I don't know if that this, would be a scary this, society, wouldn't it? No, but this capitalism <laughs> wouldn't sustain well, it. We, just, we, we, we'd, have, we'd have too much fantastic food and everybody would be working together and everybody would be... You know, I mean, we, we'd be looking at ways to um, produce, you know, I mean, we, we'd have, we, you know, well, there wouldn't be enough people in the world because, you know, there, there's plenty of resources for 50 billion people. It's just that nobody wants to wake up to that. And everybody's afraid of just the 8 billion people or so. So everybody's afraid and people don't actually recognize the value of um, if, if, if we fed the people that were not fed their inclusivity and their inclusion into the system, suddenly we'd have a South America that was capable. We'd have um, a Central America that was capable. We'd have a North America that, rec- that, that, could start, start, that could actually start to recognize that they are not America. Oh, that would be dangerous. And then you'd have an Africa that, that could feed the world 10 times over and then you'd have Russia doing whatever they wanted, and they would be so fantastic because they're incredibly intelligent, and they have um, so many different countries within Russia. It's just that it's not divided up into the countries separately like Africa, but so many regions, and there is so much to explore that Russia would, if Russia just became the place for everybody to journey through and, and, and view all of the different cultures, their their culture diversity is mind blowing. The United yeah, States like doesn't whole... have any culture diversity. The, the the United States is trash for culture diversity. The dirt isn't right. worth anything. The people's culture isn't worth anything. It's just one big business. So if if the other parts of the world were allowed to um, blossom into their own cultures then the dead people in the United States could go to those other countries and learn a little bit about culture and what, it, what it's like to say hi to somebody. And wouldn't that be weird? Because, what, you mean people like me? 
the United States people don't like to be liked. And, they, and, no, and that would be a different suspicious. experience. <laughs> uh, they're, 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 it's worse than suspicious. Yeah, they're, they're self, it's a protectionism problem. It's an egotistical, at that point, the conversation is correct about ego in a negative way. If we're talking about the United States, then yes, there's only one side. And um, the, <laughs> but so that's it's what I'm sad. saying is like when you have this, when you have a a um, a society that, I mean, I, I I kind of think that that's why that's why we came up with this technology. Like we were just we were just a society the of non-connected people, <laughs> huh? In the house board, right? In no, I don't the know house board. In, 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 you know how people say in the house board? When you're bored, bored yeah. in the house. You know, when, when everything is boring, people just don't appreciate what, a, what the value of what is so abundant, which is water and, and, and air. And people work on trying to destroy the fresh, clean air. It's just it's sad when there's so many countries that have fresh, clean air. And if everybody worked together, we could we could keep we 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 could have kept the United States as a manufacturing facility. We we could have we could have continued destroying China because we love by allowing them to do all of the all of the heavy metal manufacturing and things that we don't want to pollute ourselves with here, while we eat everything out of plastic. So we're, we're really healthy in the United States. Can you see what I'm saying? But if, if people got a chance to move around the world, the United States would um, could possibly grasp that there's more to life than being an American, which is actually not a United States. Argentinians are Americans too. The mind is a dangerous place. Would would there be? I mean, let's just say that some plague wiped out all of Europe, and like, where would the Native Americans be right now on this continent? Like, would they just be this in the same spot they were? Because. My question is, like, maybe they created this kind of longing in all of us um, to create this technological society so that otherwise we wouldn't have created it. Like, if we were all happy and blissful, like, nature creatures, (laughs) would we have developed Uh this technology? We wouldn't have had to if we weren't fighting each other. Yeah, so it's all it's all driven off of um, military. It's all from the state. And if um, the American Indian, um, you had different American Indian tribes, and the first thing that they would do when they met each other is they would pick a couple people, and they would go and sit down and have a powwow, and they would go into they, 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 they would have to sit down and they would all drink from
from the same something. And, um, you know, you had to question whether what you were drinking was poison. Um, and if somebody got poisoned, um, which did happen, then it meant war. And you were going to war at those times to avenge that one person's death. And in that way, they were solving their problems by killing one person rather than fighting for the actual killing of everyone. So you have um, the David and Goliath story, and it's not just a Native American thing. Africans in Africa, in different parts of, in different countries of Africa, since a long time ago, it was not all separated. But inside of their systems, they had certain rituals for um, dealing with and communicating um, the journey of understanding one another through the idea of death and birth inside of a society. So, um, you know, whether you have matadors and bulls and watching the whole thing, whether you have lions eating people, um, the, 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 the bloodthirst for humanity to try to deal with their, their own journey into what is value. It's very complex. Well, know, it's actually going simple from because something. it's just their journey. It's, we have this essential fuck up that's occurring as people are children with their parents. Like, I think you've kind of traced that as the fundamental problem in most people's, the reason why they're not happy is it started when they were young. Um, And and, in a way, no, but it's like, there's, there's some truth to Freud then is what you're saying. Level. Um, there's a truth to all the people. It's, you still have to go back and read Freud from Freud's actual perspective, which people have messed up. You still have to go back and understand all of the things that people were trying to say they were saying wasn't actually being used to portray their viewpoints, but as warnings to people that people are traveling down the wrong road. Okay. And it's not easy to it's not easy to um, to tell people that they're wrong. So you write um, some sort of memories or memoirs or books or literature that's going to be read by people in a way that tells them indirectly. You keep fucking others, so in turn you're fucked. Goes around, comes around. Goes around, comes around, and so that's not actually a yeah. So it's not actually from Freud, who Freud himself was so messed up that he couldn't see the back of his eyelids while he was looking for his own blissful journey through the messed up, you know, part of you know what part. What are we starting to discuss inside of? the journey to find the soul, the psyche, the psychological, from the brain 
to the to the spirit and the spirituality through all of the different egotistic expansions. I wanted to transcend. I mean, for me, it was like the question was, what is the ego? And then how do you transcend it in your mind? And because to me, that's if you don't transcend it on some level, you, you can't be happy. It's like, even though it, it might be the perfect ego, it's not big enough. It, it doesn't think big enough. If you um, smoke cigarettes and you don't quit, you got an ego problem. If you sit for one hour and you don't stand for three, you got an ego problem. If you can't fix the simple things in your life, you got an ego problem. If you actually don't have a life, that really is your problem. If you don't know how to walk outside and look at something else and find value, no, you are the problem. So there's problems all over the place, and people know how to find problems. Really not about um, the problems, since most people actually find problems looking for them, and that is a personal problem. So it just matters what people choose to be their direction or their journey. And I suggest that people stop looking for happiness and bliss and to bless themselves a little bit by being less fed unless they actually have something to say that will help people out of their ruts. And um, I'm nobody to start throwing throwing stones at anything. I'm built, I am a tree, but I live in a glass house. So I have to be very careful with every pain, pain, like physical pain that I go through and every single pain of the people around me. So if you're actually a glass house, if you're built inside of a glass house, then if, if you know how to look at everybody's pain, you don't, you don't destroy any pains into shards because those spread and then people turn it around and cut you down. Well, see, I was, I, I would advise people, and you can tell me if this is bad or good advice, but if you're not feeling good, if you're not actually, if you don't have a positive mindset, you shouldn't be out in the world because you you're going to be a favor and just jump off the bridge. Well, you mean do, stay do, home. do society a favor and jump off the bridge? Stay home. No, no, you can't stay home. The, the more people that stay at home and don't go out and connect. So I'm not suggesting for people to go out and jump off a bridge. I'm saying that to help society, the only way anybody's going to help society is for themselves to be open to their own vulnerabilities and be accepting of a little bit of connection. And lots of failure since it's going to be meeting people is very dangerous in the world because everybody's worried about who's going to take advantage of them. And that's what that, you know, that's, that's the way I see the world is I know you want to hate me because hate is all in the world I've seen lately. I'm not afraid to being um, cut down. I'm a tree. If somebody cuts me down and uses me as firewood, and I and, and somebody enjoys a nice hot meal on my account, 
it's just that people need to recognize, you know, the value of trees and how long people want to keep somebody like me around in the world. And I suggest that if everybody, if everybody actually saw their value, you know, you wouldn't have people committing suicide or shooting people. No. And that's, that's a person, that's a personal journey between people and their parents. And parents need to be held much more accountable for what their children do. But that's a very dangerous road too. Well, I would, the thing is, is a lot of people find this connection that they never had when they, and it's not there. But they'll find it with, it's not there and it's not coming. They'll find it with the, um, or an approximation of it, or whatever, with the opposite sex. Like, no, they don't. Or, if they don't have no, if they don't have connection to people that are not the opposite sex, then finding somebody to marry is dangerous because all of a sudden you're using somebody else for your happiness. You're using somebody else that can never be connected to you because you yourself cannot connect. Uh-oh. So if you cannot con- if you cannot connect to anything, like if you do not know how to paint a chair, open up a can of paint and paint something. If you, if you don't find any value in anything that's manual, if, um, you, if, if you don't know how to connect to anything but something inside of a computer, um, you're not there. So, no, you, you cannot connect because you find somebody of the opposite sex because sexuality in itself is not a connection thing. Um, right, it's a, it's a, a deeper, war. It's, a, it's a more of no, like an instinctual. A oh. War, war, fight, war. Um, two people and their yes fight two people and their worlds colliding together and if the colliding together if there's no connection um, if people don't know how to connect to other people without it being sexual then the sexual connection um, which is usually seen as a physical thing um, people just end up fucking each other for, 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 for satisfaction and never actually build a healthy communication. And right. that's the majority of people. But, you know, people are very, very happy to um, have children, and then the child comes out, and all of a sudden you have three, and the man is um, just right. not there, and the woman is just be- has just become a dragon and drags the child in and says, I'm the boss. And all of a sudden you have a dragon running around and a man trying to figure out what the hell he did wrong because he just keeps getting burned. So can we can we create some kind of um, society of connectedness? Can can we build like a how do we solve this problem? How do we get people from this disconnected state, you know, if they've been ruined as children? How do we save them? Well, How do we save people, their kids? People can, start, people, can, people can start walking out of their door, wherever their door is, and saying hi to others, no matter how afraid they are of what they're going to be answered. So if everybody got to the point where they could say hi to each other without every single hi being attached to 
okay, now I'm going to rape you or take everything from you or make you mine or, you know, how, how you know, people have to self-evaluate into how they want to take from others. And that's a dangerous topic in itself because people are, can, can people get to the point where they can trust themselves among other people? And, you know, I mean, at a certain point, then you start have, having to recognize the value then you have to start recognizing the value that you can learn from a religion or any type of non-religious recognizing of humanity as a system. And if people can connect with the earth a little bit because the earth is what feeds them and that's where they come from, if people can connect to each other a little bit, then all of a sudden if you have the idea of brotherly love and sisterly love, and if men walked around looking at women as sisters and women started walking around and looking at men as brothers and it wasn't just an advantage thing, then there'd be a bunch of people walking around and the world could live in some sort of um, starting point. But that's on, on an individual thing. So it's just a few people start doing it. Maybe it could catch on. And yeah, once, man. Once the flame, be, you know, once once the flame begins to catch, but you still have to have that first match that gets lit, and that's the personal, that's one person. So the whole world doesn't have to change. It's it's on a one person by one person basis. Chances are all the matches are going to be blown out. Well, but couldn't like you know, a maybe, good, maybe a good, catch. a good charismatic figure though carry this off if they could come to power and and teach this on a global that's level. Da- that's dangerous. That's really dangerous inside of the world system because the world loves misery. And inside of the misery state, everybody wants a hero and everybody wants to find a savior um, to solve that problem. And um, I wouldn't put myself in that situation because suddenly anything you do wrong and they will eat you. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to say I was perfect enough for the world to, to try so to tell gurus, them what was right or no. But the, oh, I the gurus find are the worst thing in the world because the gurus themselves, their intentions. Why are they doing it? Um, they, they 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 profit off of it. They build themselves up. The lies are lies, and the the the, the you know the, the all the saint all the saints. Do you have you have you, you have, listened to Eckhart? Eckhart Tolle, do you think he's a guru? I, I I don't really sit down and try to define or generalize by a specific person, so I can't go there. I can talk about why they are, you know, when you when you when when I hear a name of somebody that needs to be recognized, I'll jump off the joy. So if, if you say um, if you say Jesus. I'll jump up for joy, but then we have to argue uh, what the name implies since everybody will argue that Jesus is not even Jesus' name. Okay, we can go there. Okay. Does that make sense? I don't believe that. (laughs) Hmm? No, you know, um, we we can talk about who Jesus is and, like, uh, and my crazy theory. Until until we can define, yeah, until we define, you know, exactly where the nails were placed and exactly where – you know, the, the the sword pierced and what type of sword it was and how much water actually came out. So we have to have some sort of measuring system. 
and 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 the eyewitnesses, and we have to have signs. Well, you know, we have to have a we have to have the perfect courtroom for that situation. So people don't actually recognize um, what Jesus stood for, which was just um, love one another and brotherly love. If right. people just stuck to that stuff without the Jesus and God stuff, then we could talk about the, 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 the why I would be jumping for joy for a person being mentioned. As that's, what he, to, that's what he wanted. As opposed, as opposed to all of the, help, the self-help gurus out there that have lots of um, secrets to life that lead people into getting what they want, which is Not never... Right. ever what they actually need. And then people That's are hell. sent to journeys for happiness and bliss and how they relate it to financial gain or physical attributes or assets. And then people miss looking at other people as valuable or what the value is of other people. Since there's a lot of people that really try to drive people into their own little tiny journey. Go, oh, go out into the desert. Oh, go walk across this empty barren land. Go there and you will find a nice little safe haven. No, that's just people that, you know, people that don't know what type of world we're in. We, 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 we are in a world where we matter, and we need to matter to one another. That's right. That's and very we don't. actually. You said it's very complicated, but that's very simple. That's it. People working together, and all of a sudden, one person doesn't have to build a house by themselves. Right. And it can become We're, very. You know, it can be. It's a journey to, to experience how, how would I want to build it then. It's not just uh, the, the, the cookie cutter of what's being done right now. Warehouses are not environmentally friendly. And it's not like people aren't smart enough, but then you get all the people that start going, oh, my God, it's got to be done this way. <laughs> well, Robert, I don't think we're going to solve all the problems of the world today, but I think you got some good things in here. So uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Anything else you want to part with? Um, I I love my ego. (laughs) Well, you do a good job with it. A a tree is very happy with how much it's, how much, how much I spread out, how well I connect with the ground and connect with everything around me. And thanks to a large ego, connection is only growth away. Beautiful, beautiful. And every second, every second is a second chance. That's right. I hope more people try it on. Mm-hmm. Hope more people thank try you. it on. Well, thanks for trying to put it to words. It's it is it can get complicated, but I think you broke it down pretty pretty well when you just talked about connection you know, connection and do unto others spreading out yeah spreading out if other people Spre- can touch you 
and you're not yeah. you you'll recognize you're not really as delicate as you think you are. Very good. Vulnerability vulnerability is somebody that connects to their own vulnerability recognizes their need for other human touch from eyesight to words even even nasty words go a long way to recognizing that people need one another even in those circumstances as long as people don't get to shooting each other nothing yeah. like a good fist fight and making the best friends and going going and it's true. Out over a beer. Some of the some of the best friendships start in conflict, at least you know in conflict, subtle conflict. Right, right. And then I can argue of why I don't drink as opposed to having a beer with somebody, and they'll just have to accept that I'm a water person. Cause trees are kind of biased to my clean. You can't fresh rain. You can't pour a beer. <laughs> can't pour a beer into a house plant and hope it to do too well. So. There you, there you go. All right. Well, so we'll, we'll talk soon. And um, the, next the next time will be hopefully this Thursday. And um, I'll talk to you soon, man. We'll talk. <laughs> Bye. Bye.